Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. During the shutdown, Oregonians with an online presence are still operating business, but must get a little creative on how they do things. Today on the Spent the Rent podcast, we are joined by a man who took a simple blog and turned it into one of the most popular tourism websites, social media communities, and clothing lines in Oregon. Coming up next, the founder of That Oregon Life, Tyler Wilford. to the Spent the Rent podcast. I am your host, Patty Rose. My guest today is the founder of That Oregon Life, Tyler Wilford. Tyler, welcome to the show. Thank you, Pat. It's good seeing you again, brother. Yeah, man, this is really cool. You were one of my very first guests. I think you were my second guest, uh, which is really cool. We did that one in person because we could actually be within six feet of each other. Back yes. in those back in those days, <laughs> the good old you know, days. Which, which was, I mean, oh, oh, the back in the day. We didn't know how good we had it. <laughs> we didn't know how good we had it. So thanks, thanks for doing this. We've got a lot of kind of, a lot of stuff to go over today. Uh, you know what that Oregon life is for anyone that's not familiar. We're going to talk about how uh, the business, an online business, how it kind of evolves during the shutdown and ways that that goes about. Before we get too deep into it, for anybody that's unfamiliar, why don't you tell us what that Oregon life is? Well, um, someone's phone's going off. Uh, that Oregon Life was really just a passion project. It was a random idea um, when I got started, and the, the the name literally just popped in my head one day. Ah, that Oregon Life. I had this idea. I want to make a badass Oregon website. Uh, as you know, I'm very passionate about our home. I love Oregon. It's where I grew up. Um, I feel that it's a very unique state um, and feel very blessed to live here and call this place my home. Um, I think a lot of people would agree that, uh, you know, it's definitely a a couple notches up above a lot of States um, in the U S and a wonderful place to live. And so when I started it, um, you know, I was kind of trying to, you know, break out the norm. Uh, I was kind of tired of working the regular nine to five. I was mostly in sales at the time. I was, you know, uh, worked at Verizon for a long time. I sold cars, even hated it. It wasn't, I just knew in my heart, it just wasn't for me. And, uh, I was always good with technology. I mean, I was tearing apart computers when I was a kid. Um, and I, uh, you know, my grandfather, in fact, who's passed, he passed shortly after 9-11. He, I owe him quite a bit for, kind of cracking my mind wide open to all kinds of uh, endless possibilities in this world. And computers and technology just, you know, it was kind of a uh, natural thing for me as a kid. And, um, you know, around 2013 or 14, uh, I launched that Oregon Life on Facebook. And at the time it was, uh, you know, tongue in cheek, (laughs) just all the funny quirks in Oregon, making fun of people. And, uh, you know, just my personality definitely coming out throughout the page and, 
you yeah. know, it wasn't, it wasn't everybody's uh, cup of tea, but you know, the people that got it, you know, loved it. And it's it been really up. cool to watch it evolve, you know, because like you said, you'd started with, you know, we've talked about this before and we talked about this on, on the first episode that you were on, that it started with just kind of this mindset. You were going to make some memes and just have fun with it and then blew up. I mean, and so what came first, the website or the Facebook page? Well, that's funny you mention it. Cause I kind of did things backwards than you traditionally do. In fact, I'd had a website before that. Um, and of course the website came first and then I was like, well, at the time social media started getting big. This is, let's rewind to like 2012, 11. Um, and social media was really at that pivotal moment when, uh, Facebook started introducing like business pages and whatnot. So I didn't really have a lot of success in the social media side of things with my website at the time. Although there was, a, I guess, somewhat of a presence on there. Um, and I had, had abandoned that path that project before that organ life. And so when I thought of that organ life, I actually made the Facebook page first, which got the following. And naturally, as I knew, well, it's like, well, I, you know, Facebook's great, but I need to get people on my site too. And I'm a sure. writer. So I already knew how to do that based on prior experience with my first blog. And, um, you know, I just it literally started with, uh, cause I wanted to make money on the internet. I want to take care of my kids and my family, make something, that I could, was self-sufficient that I didn't have to sure. rely on. And to be your own boss and all yeah, that. Exactly. Stuff. So, yeah. you know, and it's, and I want to make clear that to anybody who's listening, if you want to make money, say on the internet, like I do, um, it's really, you got to put the, the, your heart's got to be in it because that will show. And if it, you're not passionate about it, people will quickly see that through that. And it just won't unfold the way you want. It's not about the money. I wasn't making any money when I started this I, for a long time. I wasn't making no, you know, I was working two jobs at the time. Right. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, I was trying to figure things out, sort through it, maneuver. And uh, so it was a passion project again on the side while I worked. So it wasn't always a livable income. It took a long time to get there to make it, you know, and now it's a travel blog, you know, we're yeah, and that's a the thing blogger. That yeah, that's the thing that I wanted to talk about. There's kind of a three pronged approach really with what you do. You got your website, you got, which is basically a destinations travel kind of tourism thing for Oregon. And it serves such a great purpose because I, I look at it pretty frequently and follow you on, on the second part of it is the social media, which mm -hmm. is where you probably draw the people to your, to your website. But, oh man, I mean, you've done such a, a beautiful way of creating this community, but you keep it kind of contained. A lot of times with social media uh, politics, for example, right. are an issue. And one thing that anybody will notice when they go to that Oregon life is that you're pretty clear about the rules. Like we're not going to, we, we want to share photos of the beauty yeah. of Oregon. Exactly. You know? There's a place for politics. Hey, we've all got our opinions. It's just my place, my business, my community, as you say, uh, that Oregon life is not a, really a place for that. We're talking about uh, Oregon and you know how much we love our state and by right. the way thank you so much your words uh, your, you know and how much it's meant to you to follow it and look for places things to do it means more to me than you know and I, so many people have told me that same thing and I never imagined when I started I mean I, I I knew back then I even remember calling my mom like mom this is gonna blow up it's gonna be I think it's gonna be bigger than myself even I knew it was gonna be big just seeing how quickly it caught on right but I never imagined it would be as big as it is is all I'm saying and people from every walk of life when they, you know, they, whether it's an email or come across me in person, they think me, they say pretty much the exact same thing you do. Dude, you're like my go-to for things to do. Yeah. It's kind know? of, the, yeah. it's kind of the uh, trendsetter or the placeholder, you know, or whatnot for locally made uh, 
uh, multimedia kind yeah. of things. You know, it's, you've done a great job with it. One of the things that's really a treat for me to have you as a guest on the Spent the Rent podcast today is that there's not a lot of opportunity because like you just said, you yourself aren't the product of that Oregon life. It's the state of Oregon. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the third part of, of your product line, of your business model is the clothing line, which is huge. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But this is why it's really cool to get to hear your take on it and then your personal kind of, you know, spin and how, how you are, uh, you know, the human being behind the scenes, you know, sure. but that's, that's the beauty of it. And yeah, and I, I think that sometimes it's really easy for us to disconnect from websites and we look at it like this is just this website. Well, there is, uh, yeah, there's a human there, believe it or not, you know, right. Very real human being. And, uh, you know, I've even to, uh, add to what you're saying, you know, uh, talking about places to go, I've inspired myself even I, you know, we grew up, you and I, Pat, we grew up in Oregon. I, a lot of these places I didn't even know existed growing up. Like, and I think that I, you know, the timing was right with that Oregon life too. Hiking became, started to become more trendy as we, uh, as you know, it kind of just, everything just kind of blew up with social media and hiking. It was suddenly more popular, but all I'm saying is there's so many great places in Oregon that I didn't even know existed. It oh, I'm sure. Researching and sharing yeah. with people that followed that Oregon life. It's, it's incredible. We live in an incredible state. And then, you know, for what I do, uh, reaching out to people to have as guests, a lot of times I find them on Facebook because I'm a fan, a fan essentially, you yeah. know? And so it's like the social media presence becomes, your actual life. And it's really cool. And you know, we, we had talked already about, uh, you not being the product about Oregon being the product, even though with my podcast, I'm on every episode, obviously, cause it's an interview based show. Mm -hmm. The last thing I want is for it to be about me. You know, my product is my guests and the community as it grows. And it's really cool because I watched people from early on and you've seen it. You were the second guest. So I've yeah. watched people build this community where there's people that have met through my podcast and it's an amazing so feeling. Cool. It's I, so cool. I relate. I've seen that. As you can imagine, I've seen that happen more than once. People that like, you know, we've got the group too. It's not just the page and it's sure. the community, but yeah, I, yeah, totally. I feel you, man. It's, so it's, anybody it's, listening, make sure that you go follow that Oregon life on Facebook. Now there's a Facebook page and a group, correct? Yeah, there is a group and sometimes people that, you know, aren't living on Facebook like I am for the last however many years. Don't they, it's hard for them to distinguish. There is a thing called a page, which Facebook rolled out at some point, which is, represents your business or you know even a nonprofit or whatever. And then you've got Facebook groups, and that those groups are based around you know hobbies, uh, you know whatever it is that you love and or like that organ life. You know, we uh, I try to keep as you know again keep politics and nonsense out of there, and uh, you know people are just sharing places, adventures. Uh, beautiful photos of Oregon, et cetera. Yeah. So there is a group. If you typed in that Oregon life on the Facebook search, you're going to find the page and the group. We're also on Instagram. Of course, I try to keep uh, our Instagram as active as possible. Um, and then our email newsletter, of course, which I frequently advertise on the page. So you can get regular um, emails from us every Wednesday and Saturday, which include all the best parts about Oregon. Any, and you know, we do touch on some news things like the coronavirus and stuff that's happening right now in Oregon. Um, but yeah. And, you know, we're going to talk about that kind of later in the show too. And I'll remember to bring it up. It's in my notes about how you mentioned news and how sometimes you take a, a funny spin on it because this isn't a journalism page, much like my podcast is not a journalism page. It's huh. an arts and entertainment mm -hmm. event. You know what I mean? Like it's about, it's, it's so it's pretty fun. Let's talk about your clothing line. Cause I think that's the thing that you're the most known for at this point. I think the social, it's hard to gauge. 
No, well, it's, no I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm. I'm actually correcting myself even in my sentence here because I think that the three different things have such different reach. Yes. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, so one of the things, your clothing line, but also your window decals. So like on the back of cars. The first product I made, yeah. They're super popular. I see them all over town. You drive around yeah, and it's, it's a Dutch Bros sticker and, and, and a That Oregon Life window decal. <laughs> right. But the clothing line, you're wearing one of your shirts right now. You know, it's funny. This is, I, uh, I have, of course, it's my brand. So of course, at any given time, I have everything that I've made at my fingertips. So I'm always sporting like the same old t-shirt from like a year or two. <laughs> I live of course in my, in my gear. And, uh, yes, this is actually one of my favorite logos right here. Uh, from the three sisters. It was one of the first hoodies that really popped off hoodies and shirts or whatever. Um, yep. And, uh, I was, so that was as a result. So like, let's, let's rewind here. The decals, like you mentioned, um, people were asking, you know, saying, Hey, you should make, stickers you should make hoodies people are throwing these ideas at me and i thought well naturally of course i probably should right i mean you want to support what i do um, let's let's get into it so at the time though i wasn't as resourceful i didn't know as many people i didn't know anything about screen printing i didn't need, know the first thing about it um it wasn't really well let's just use portland gear for an example that guy's done extremely well obviously I don't, are you familiar with portland gear i don't think i am but anyway okay, so i can portland imagine gear, what it is. yeah it's huge in portland everybody it's like nike of portland right i mean he's done very well it's like uh i think he's even partnered with the blazers recently I, yeah you know, now that you say that i think they yeah, actually have yeah. done a crossover i know exactly what you're yeah, talking about he's got a dope his gear's dope man I it's kind of minimalist yeah yeah, yeah, yeah very yep, simple yep. and uh sporty he's he's really lined himself up well um, much respect for him. He had, so interesting story. He started Portland gear around the same, same time I started that Oregon life. Um, but you know, I, I didn't set out like him to start a clothing brand. Um, it was, uh, I was just writing, you know, writing funny stuff, writing humorous stuff, places, you know, what that Oregon life is today. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so it wasn't until a while, you know, I was deep in about 2015 or so it was probably, yeah, those de the decals. And I had a, a cool kid over in Albany, making those for me. Uh, he had a little sticker business and, uh, was doing, I started experimenting with Facebook videos because at the time, uh, Facebook had rolled video out or whatever. And I was like, Hey guys, check it out. You want to support Oregon, that Oregon life, uh, show your love for Oregon. I got these badass new decals and that was the, what you're talking, you know, that you see everywhere now. So that was pretty cool. It's uh, it was pretty awesome to see how successful that was. And as you can imagine, an amazing feeling of, uh, how, you know, how far I'd come at that point. Like, wow, everyone's really, you know, this is something. And so then, uh, logically the next move is let's make a t-shirt and that, you know, it takes a lot of money and I didn't have a lot of money at the time. And it was very difficult. If I talk to anybody in the t-shirt business or branding period, it's not an easy thing. And so it didn't really, uh, it was kind of bumpy at first. And then I was able to connect with some other people, uh, eventually. And we really just blew it up, man. We started doing uh, t-shirts, hoodies, I started, you know, started connecting other people that were good at what they do. Uh, and, um, you know, it just, it went from there, man. And then I got, I started calling stores, you know, just doing, I talk to people. That's what I do anyways. That's what I always did in, you know, my jobs before. So it was very easy for me to just get on the phone with people like Made in Oregon. Love them. Awesome company. Um, I think they might've been, if, if not the first store that picked us up, uh, one of the first stores and to this day we're still made in Oregon, which is, which is awesome. Thank which you. I mean, awesome. It was a huge yeah. milestone for me. Cause I mean, that's a store. It's like a classic, you know, sure. it's been around forever. We all knew it as kids. So it was really cool. And, uh, you know, to see 
my brand now in the store, of course, great company, great people, uh, just showing that organ love, man. And then I met my buddy Jerome, Scout Northwest, who I'm partnered with to this day. Um, in fact, he lives over here on the coast where I'm at now. And uh, he's got, you know, one of my one of my brands among, of course, right next to his, Scout Northwest. Awesome brand, by the way. Got to check him out. Um, he's kind of like all over the state now, too. People, you know, recognize Scout right there in the, uh, the outlet mall in Lincoln City. So uh, when he, I talked to him, it was, again, it was one of those calls. That's how it started. Like, hey, bro, like, uh, I got this, you know, that organ life, da, da, da. And he was like, wait a minute. And he took another look. He, he'd never seen, I mean, I'm not your typical t-shirt guy, right? I've got, what, what are we at? Like over 500,000 followers on Facebook. It's much more than just a brand. Yeah, audience, which I think so. is good. Because anytime you watch Shark Tank, <laughs> they're like they'll you know if they have a t-shirt brands they're like uh-uh you know like right. what are you gonna do because there's so much competition saturated. i mean everybody's got so saturated bro i i do t-shirts for the podcast but i'm not so okay i want to say this with what you do is amazing because it's all locally made all the t-shirts in order to get into an, a made in oregon store they have to be made in oregon yeah. So they're all locally made. Now I do have t-shirts available for the podcast, but for me, it's more of a promotional tool and I just have a third party seller. So I don't even have to deal with the inventory. That's not what I'm about is, is not doing the clothing line. Yep. But I've looked into those too. Yeah. And the, I mean, they're fine. I think that there's some cool, I use Teespring for example. Because, yeah, dude, I looked, I, I, I messed with Teespring. Uh, those are great for what, you I know, think they're great for what it is. Cause at least do. Right. And I, I get, I get 50%, you know, and they, they print it and, and ship it out and I don't even have to mess with there it. You go. So, yep. it's so, so, the work, so the work is already done now for something that you're doing. I think the genuine made in Oregon ethos is incredible because you know, the shirts I've worn them, they're comfortable. You, you get quality stuff. So it's a little, it's premium, you know, it's That's a little higher end. Me. I don't, I'm not trying to sell people cheap crap that you know and sell yourself short and your brand short you know it's a premium yeah. sir it's a premium thing so that's really cool so the biggest uh, i don't mean to cut you off i want to too uh, not just stores the most fun when it comes to the t-shirts the hoodies the hats the decals uh everything that we've created um the most fun i've had with it is like the organ jamboree which we just had an incredible time I am just praying right now that we can still do the Oregon Jamboree this year. I don't know what the word is yet with coronavirus. Yeah, that's I mean, actually, I've, this is a good segue because that's what I was going to talk about next was the shutdown of yeah. parks and events. Because so, one, yeah. one of the major things you do is... I love doing the events. We just did the Newport Seafood yeah. Wine recently, Oregon Jamboree. We do the, um, what was it? Uh, oh, the, we did the Portland Seafood and Wine Festival. We've done uh, the, even the Saturday market. We did the holiday market there in Eugene. All the, I love it, Pat, because it gives me a chance to meet with fans and then introduce that organ life to people who've never even heard of us. There's a lot of people yeah. that aren't even online, you know, um, but any walk of life, any age we can, you know, so that's, what's great. That's what, that's been the funnest part about the gear is we get to connect with fans and followers. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So the, at those events, you'll have a little booth, you know, basically set up yep. and tent and everything. Yep. It's really so nice fun. with good so graphics. And yeah, we've, uh, we've done some shows together. Actually. Uh, we did a couple, we did a show, a uh, benefit concert with Ender one. That was I, for that. I love him. And I yeah, that was connect with him. If you're listening to anyone, I want to talk to you soon. I didn't, you know, he, he he's a busy out. guy. I was, yeah. I was super busy and he'd reached out cause he wanted to do some collaborating and I, I hope he understands. I wasn't trying to blow him all the time. Oh, yeah. I just was slammed. Yeah. And he's a busy guy. I, I love his work. Uh, yeah. He's killing it. Yeah. We did a benefit concert back in the day. Uh, uh, for Houston, for the um, uh, what was it? They had like a flood or you know, or a hurricane or whatever, you know. And so, oh god, that was a while ago. There's so much stuff going on since. Anyway, so um, uh, we had mentioned events closing. When is the Oregon Jamboree typically? July. 
Okay, so that's going to be in question. I know that last night, I haven't watched the video yet to get the confirmation, but last night there was an online meeting for that for the country fair okay in yes. uh in out, out outside of eugene and this mm -hmm. is a huge deal because last year i think was the 50th year that they had done it and it mm -hmm. looks like it's in limbo i haven't heard the confirmation so awesome. yeah it's gonna be tough you know and for somebody like you what are you doing to adjust because oh, a lot yeah, of your things question. are event-based i mean are you just kind of gonna hit the online presence as hard as you can and yeah i mean i'm in a unique position as a lot of media companies are to where we're feeling the wrath, but maybe, you know, I'm, uh, it's, it's still tough. Um, obviously, um, I've definitely, I, I'm partnered with, uh, a lot of companies such as Meredith lodging as a travel blogger, if that's what you want to call it. Um, you know, I, I go and I make some videos. Um, I stay at, I'm very blessed in the sense I get to stay at these incredible uh, rentals that they offer all over the state, like Meredith, for example, sunset lodging in sun river, um, Salishan is another client of ours. And, um, so yeah, normally that's what I do. I'm out there making videos. We're out, you know, hanging out with my fam, enjoying ourselves at these places, promoting them and supporting local economy. Obviously that's a big thing for that organ life, uh, supporting local business. That's, nope. and that's, you know, what is so. Salishan? Cause I want to give you a fun little side note. My, when, when I was a little child, the resort over here in the it, when I was a little boy, I grew up in Salem, Oregon, and I lived on Salishan Street. You grew up in Salem? I did. I was born in Salem. I lived there till I was about four or five. I moved to Springfield when I was 11. I think now, I don't know if this I is moved a to secret. Springfield when I was about five. Not yeah, five. and I think we both are Springfield High graduates. No, I graduated. I went to Thurston. I, went to oh, Thurston. I, went, I actually, it's funny, neither of us are Springfield High graduates. <laughs> I, I graduated from South. I just remembered. That, oh, you was, did? Okay. that was 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah anyway. Uh, yeah, I went to Thurston. I was actually going there when the shooting happened. Oh, Obviously, wow. That was crazy. May yeah. 21st, 98, forever. Yeah. I, I'll never forget that day. It was yeah. R9-11. There's no question. Yeah, that was, wow. So, uh, you know, one of the things that you uh, talk about on the website is news. And you put it, your own twist on it. Now there's also we have talked about the destinations and the tourism type stuff, but every once in a while you'll spotlight on kind of funny news. And you had said you wanted to talk about this just random news story that happened in this last few days. And oh, yeah. about yeah, that was crazy, man. Did you hear about that U-Haul? So there's the firework incident. I'm not super versed on it, so why don't you tell us what happened? Let me pull it up again because it's been a couple of days. So what I so I, a guy I, was. I <laughs> It's like, it's funny, but it's not, uh, you know, I try. Okay. So the U-Haul, which happens to be <laughs> the same U-Haul that I just stopped at like three weeks ago where I got a U-Haul to move to the coast right there on river road in Eugene. So this guy, he apparently, he was setting off firecrackers under, <laughs> so <laughs> unbeknownst to this guy, some random dude setting off firecrackers in the parking lot at U-Haul. Don't ask why, who knows people these days. Um, let's just read it from the, from the source here, right? Register guard, a Eugene man charged with reckless burning and criminal mischief after throwing a lit firework at a person in a Eugene, uh, U-Haul parking lot. He was 28, Dylan, Hannah. <laughs> so uh, apparently there was somebody, uh, siphoning gas, like stealing Yeah, gas. unrelated. Yeah, yeah, completely unrelated. And he lit it on fire. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like. Oh my God, man. Like, how yeah. That? What are the odds? And <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm trying so, not to, I'm not, I, don't I know what you mean. I know, I know what man. you mean. Like, and you know, there's, fire, that's bad, but 
I, if yeah. karma could like get you in any way like that, man. So right? sometimes like, on that Oregon life, you will spotlight news stories like this, correct? Sometimes. And I You'll haven't, find, for the record, not on this one yet. I thought about blogging about it. It's funny, right? Yeah. And that's actually what kind of took your online presence off the ground. I mean, you had done a post. Yes. And this yeah. is so, I mean, it was a, because originally that Oregon life was a satire. Well, mixed bag here. We, some satire, satirical pieces, which forced me to ask myself, am I going to be Oregon's little onion, as people call it? That's, no, a, I mean, that's I, a good I, way to put it. Right. I, I probably, at the time, I wasn't even intentionally writing satire. It was just my crazy imagination. Like a pregnant girl strip club was opening in Springfield. All these blogs picked up. They thought it was real. Not just blogs. The Oregonian picked it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was. So you had a story. Let's let's get into that a tiny bit. So you wrote a satirical story (laughs) about about and there's a picture of of a risque, a girl dressed in a risque clothing, but she's pregnant. And you wrote this fake story hashtag fake news about about uh uh a strip club in springfield that would uh, that had pregnant strippers right I mean, and if it's it, gonna happen anywhere it's gonna be springfield right i and this is how much i have to give you credit because some people might not like this when they hear this but here's the reality this is how much you've evolved <laughs> and because this is where it started you know what i mean and you were just having fun and then now it's evolved into something much bigger. Right. Because you know, that story g- took off and it got picked up by the Oregonian. It got picked up by major media. And Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I and see, that's the thing. It's not like I was trying to deceive somebody or to put out misinformation. I, in my head, is like, this is hilarious. How funny is this? That's all I thought. And, oh, it quickly registered with me. People, I don't even realize that people are going to take this as truth. Because you look at my website, it looks no different than any other website. It's very professionally done and you know, I, we put a lot of work into making sure we've got a clean, nice website. So to the, at the time I'm learning too, with everybody like, this is like, I, you could potentially put out some bad stuff as we are learning now in the new era. It's, this is all unraveling, you know, every day it's a new challenge to stop the spread of misinformation. So for the record, that's not my intention. I was, I didn't think anybody would ever believe anything like that. I just, was it was so funny. outlandish. Yeah. yeah. And if, if, and, people aren't, right. if people aren't familiar with the onion, when you said that it's, you want, you don't want to be Oregon's onion. That's what onion, people are calling it, it too. Oregon's onion. So, like, it's so good. The onion is a satirical <laughs> news outlet that they make just up completely just outlandish stories. And sometimes they're so outlandish, but then sometimes they seem believable. That's my the thing f- now, real news. I look at news headlines today. I'm like, is it's this ins- It's so sensationalized. Yeah. My favorite yeah. Onion News story ever was a sports story, and it just had a picture of a random basketball or a random guy in a press conference, yeah. and it says, Atlanta Hawks guard blames God for loss. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was so good. And they, oh, it's not, great. not just headlines. They write the whole story. You know, they're, they're oh, pretty yeah. good. They put on work, man. It's good. And yeah, yeah, the Onion. So, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so yeah, it was kind of a mix. But at the beginning, it was like, I, I didn't intend to make a sat- satirical site. That's just, I was just messing around, man, and uh, entertainment, I guess, right? And so, yeah, as a result of that, we created some other funny pieces. And um, in fact, I'd almost prefer that, that just we got it. Because I, I did at some point make a conscious effort and decided that, you know, this is much, I want this to be much better bigger and it wasn't really the road I want to stay on. I want to go in a different angles. I love Oregon. That's not, I didn't start this to like misinform people or like, you no, know, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to be misleading with it. It's, it's really right. just how it evolved because like right. when you had started this, you couldn't have imagined it would have taken off the way. No. That it 
Right. And that, I mean, my website was literally crashing. If we were just talking about that one story, that's when I realized it was kind of that pivotal moment. Like, wow, my website, my server at the time couldn't even handle it. My website would not even stay up because there were so many people that it had gone so viral at, the, at that time. This is back before Facebook kind of changed their algorithms and tweaked them. And you had the, I mean, it was crazy how many people you would reach on a regular basis back then. And so that, that, yeah, that was one of many articles to come that just went insanely viral and um yeah the, the eclipse the eclipse one is the one that oh my gosh it shut down the internet yeah you know, yeah i remember that yeah yeah you had posted a picture and of the eclipse and it blew up oh, that was so crazy yeah do you remember so let me ask this real quick do you remember the week of the eclipse how much your reach was on facebook it was in the millions 50 million well i well it's funny you say that i think it was it, it by far exceeded because this is just a kind of get you up to speed. Like right now we reach millions on a weekly basis, but it exceeded like even past that, like hundreds of millions. I wish I remembered, man. I, it's been a while, but it was beyond anything I'd ever seen. And that, I think that alone got us like a hundred thousand new followers. Just in wow. But yeah. And so that was to this, to this day, probably uh, the eclipse really <laughs> uh, kind of really helped push that organ put you put you on the map yeah, yeah definitely yep. and it was already at a like an ungodly following but at that point man it really just wow it was like put it it was on steroids man and, yeah that's really cool i mean that yeah. was really interesting and gosh it's so it's much different today. in life yeah. right it's yeah. like i feel so uh so much gratitude and feel very lucky to have been alive during those time during the eclipse because I mean, you know, you know, that was just incredible, man. Well, and it was, I mean, just as, as a human being, as a normal person, I was doing nothing to promote anything at that point, but just the experience I was in Eugene at work. And so we weren't in uh, totality, totality or whatever it was, mm -hmm. but man, it was incredible. It was such an eerie moment when the birds started chirping again, like it was, it was. morning again and stuff. It yeah. was something that I'm glad I lived in Oregon during that time. I'm not, I'm glad I live in Oregon every day right now. You wouldn't know it because I haven't been outside in three weeks. So I look clear. I'm I'm as pale as you can possibly get. I've I haven't been outside at all. You look healthy though. You no, thank you. Three weeks. Wow. Let's talk. I'm about kidding. That. I went shopping yesterday. Oh, I mean, I was just saying that's that's some uh, some discipline there, brother. No, no. I I'm gonna go get some food. I have to admit, <laughs> I finally, I finally, I finally threw on a mask. I, we went shopping yesterday, and I wore wow. a mask because it's one of those things that you you do it to protect others. Oregon has been really good about this about the coronavirus shutdown. Is that so? I that's what I've been reading. That, you we've know. been taking it serious. I think it's a really good sign, and we're not getting political by saying this. Even the Trump administration has given her praise. But Kate Brown, by I, sending, I didn't even know that. That's Kate good. Brown. Kate Brown sent ventilators to New York, right? I saw that. And that's a really good moment. Let's just rephrase it. Oregon has sent ventilators to New York because that's us doing this, right? But mm -hmm. us taking these things by staying in, by doing the shutdown we've done in Oregon, has as much as it's it's hurt everybody, us included. Yeah. It's really allowed uh, us to help other people because we're flattening that curve. So yeah. we're doing everybody out there. I want to I want everybody to uh, you know, we're in this together, we're doing it. It's helping. It's actually working. So uh it just seems like such weird times. Oh, dude, it's beyond what I could have ever imagined. I never thought, I don't think any of us would have thought we'd be living through something like this. This is. <laughs> I'm super grateful to have these Zoom opportunities, you know, to chat with you. And I know that you're going to, you're going to start doing more and more of these. Is that correct? The, the, yes. That Oregon life is going to, 
is going to, you know, be doing uh, more video. And I think that's awesome because there's a lot, you've got a very wide reach and, and I'll help any way I can. You know? I appreciate that. I think that we should collaborate more. I've, uh, and I don't know how much you've seen, but I've done some really uh, great videos like Clearwater, uh, Clearwater Restaurant, which by the way, amazing place to eat if you ever get a chance. Ocean View right there in Newport. The owner, she is just absolutely wonderful. Uh, we did a credible video for them. Um, so yes, I've been getting a lot more into video as I, uh, as video is kind of the future now of social media and gets a lot of priority. Um, I've realized that for a while and I'm uh, getting more comfortable, like, you know, like for right now being, yeah, me know, too. Me too. It was, it's, it's hard. You know, the live feed right. stuff is something that I, I know reaches a lot of people, or at least what I think the live feed does is it, it if it reaches a small audience, it creates a dedicated audience is what happens. And I think that's Absolutely. really cool. Oh but yeah, man! It's something like you said. You got to kind of get comfortable doing it. It's funny That's because not easy. yeah, if you're you like, I'm, go ahead. I'm a social. I'm a very social person, but really doing the live feeds. If I'm looking at myself, I'm like, Ugh. you know, you know. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's awkward, especially if you're not used to it. It's and I'm still learning and still um, get be, becoming more comfortable with it as the more I do it. And I am pretty comfortable with who I am, and like you, I'm very social too. Uh, but it's a different beast when you talk about you putting yourself out there and getting in front of millions of people. Um, and I, so I, I like, you know, I like personal challenges anyway. So I'm looking at it as a personal challenge to help grow myself and my company and, um, connect with awesome people like you. It's, it's, it's important. And I love yeah. what you're doing by the way. It's so awesome. Well, I'm, thank you. I, I'm in your corner, bro. I love So you're going to, we're going to have this on different outlets. So if this gets shared and by that Oregon life, this is the spent the rent podcast. And so, yep. uh, strpod, my official website is strpod.com and you can find all of my episodes. This is episode number 69. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. It. So it's funny because, uh, yeah. you were my second yeah. guest and now we've gotten to 69. So it takes two to tango. But, uh, anyway, anyway, uh, one of the things that I wanted to mention too, is that if you're listening to this, I have been doing video now. And so you can find the video it's called the, the web series is str pod on either youtube or facebook so you can if you're listening to this video you can search out and find the web series on youtube and facebook str pod for the spent the rent podcast so yeah audio and video now and i'm going to try to do that for the most part for every episode it works easier when i do it remotely so when we go back to doing face to face interviews i'll have to see how that plays out sure are you uploading but, on youtube too I am uploading on YouTube. Yeah. And I try to get the turnaround is pretty quick. We do really simple editing because I just kind of like to release them as is, you know, we're pretty, uh, pretty straightforward with it. The, the, the videos are pretty minimal, you know, and that's because the content is our conversation, you know, so, yeah, for sure. so Tyler, this is really cool, man. Thanks a lot for doing this. Course, uh, that Oregon life.com. <laughs> yeah, man. My, it's my pleasure. That Oregon life.com that at that Oregon life on Facebook and Instagram and all that. The links will be in the show notes as always. We even have a YouTube channel now where I've been uploading some videos. I haven't really worked as much on YouTube. Most of our followings obviously on Facebook. Right. Um, but yeah, just don't, know. I don't do a ton with YouTube either. Facebook is kind of my main go-to for yeah. right now. And I'm trying, I've noticed Facebook is since Facebook owns Instagram, they're starting to uh, kind of cross it so that you can start yeah. to upload uh, full length, episodes as well on IGTV. So I'm working on that is getting the podcast videos on IGTV. On that note, uh, I just read recently, Instagram is rolling out their version of TikTok. So since we're talking about TikTok, let's, let's, uh, you know, let people know 
Uh, if you're getting into social media, TikTok's where it's at, man. They have the most organic reach. I have a friend, uh, Jake, over here on the coast. He's in Newport. I think he's got like 5 million followers or something now on TikTok. Gets yeah. blown up, bro. Like he's done well for himself. He's been kind of dabbling in all kinds of stuff like photography. And I think he had something kind of similar to what I do it's out in Oregon. Um, and yeah. Can you download, can you download TikTok if you're over 18? I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. I know. That's what, like, for me, it's really hard. I started a TikTok, but like, it's, you kind of have to change your mind frame to, you're making like 20 second clips. That's not yeah, what yeah. I, we're I think it's fun. Whatever. Yeah. I think it's fun. And I, I, my girlfriend is a data analyst. And so she loves data I didn't know and, the world, awesome. and the world and the world of data. So whenever people say like, Oh, I don't like that. They, they know too much about you. And she's like, I love it. You know? <laughs> you know? So, yeah. so, but cool. Tyler, this is really cool. Uh, I want to thank you for doing this. I'm going to end this with the song. Let's give a shout out to uh, Alejandro England, AKA Sly Guy from the hip hop crew, Awkward Storms. And he has been with you with that Oregon life since the beginning, working together on different Blood capacities. Brother, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I know that you guys are buddies and him and I are really close friends from back in the day. Yeah. Family, family. Music too. He's so we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah. So we're gonna end it uh, with a song called "Time Machine" by Sly Guy from Awkward Storms. Tyler, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for doing this, I, man. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait to talk again soon, man. Awesome. Take care. Yeah, you stay safe and have a great day. You remind me that beauty still exists in a beautiful mind within a beautiful fortress. You remind me to stay focused on my dreams, live life to the fullest, stay honest and true, man. I can't help but get lost in those eyes, those pretty brown pants makes me so hypnotized, just make me wanna sing, and that's alright with me. I want you together, always makes you smile, the one that's always on your mind. I walk 500 miles for you, but you won't have me. So I guess it's probably best that I stop chasing you. Ride my system, pull me to the side before I find my next 
I'm just gonna be the one you thought you'd never find. Yeah.